Everyone, it's the Don't Leave It to the Judges podcast. I'm back here. With the man, Patty Broken Skull. Patty, yeah, yeah. how's it going, man? Oh, man, we're doing it. You know, I, I, these fights are coming so fast these days that y- we're doing more podcasting than the average, I would say, simply because <laughs> we're, we're just, re- we, we don't have a week off, man. You know, we doubled up on it. We're getting some review episodes out there as well as this. So I don't know. There's a lot of fights. That's what we'll say. And, the last card was kind of uneventful. The card before that, uneventful. Uh, this one, it's it's just another, hey, hey, feed Derek Brunson to a young man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> We're going to get into that, actually. I can't wait to get into that because you're going to love what he said earlier today. <laughs> wait, Kevin Holland? No, uh, Brunson. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, I'm in. I'm in. All right. Your favorite thing in the world, but we'll talk about it in a little bit. If he wins, he should get a title shot. He should. Just fight the guy who already slept you. Go ahead. All right. So uh, first first fight we got on tap, uh, Bruno Silva, J.P. Baez. Now, uh, Baez, he was on the Contender Series, and he lost. And then he went on to win four in a row, and they brought him back to the Contender Series. And, uh, yeah, he won in the first round. He choked this guy out. Uh, Silva, he's, yeah, I don't know a whole lot about him, man. I'm going with buys. 81% of people picked him. I remember him from the Contender Series when he came back. He looked pretty good. Yeah, I agree. I went with him as well. Uh, but then you, this one is highly, I mean, Julia Avila versus Julia <laughs> Stoliarenko. Uh, you got eight and two for Julia Avila and uh, Julia, you know, the last name, nine and five, seven percent, though. So I'm just picking. The, I'm not going with the underdog in this one. I just can't. No, no uh, actually, uh, I wrote down here. I said the only way that uh, Aliva would lose is she is if she fell into a submission. That's <laughs> that's the only way I see it. She's just got a better competition that she's fought. So. All right. So uh, we got next. Montel Jackson versus Jesse Struder. And uh, Jackson, he's lost to a decision to Brett Johns before then he won three in a row. He's just faced better competition, I feel. I, I added up uh, Struder's opponent's records, 17 and 17. Oh. Wow. So I went with Jackson. Yeah, I went with uh, Strader. I went with the underdog in this one because I like, I like the idea of not seeing his face. Just like, who knows? <laughs> this is a dark I, horse, I man. I figured you would like that, man. The, the, the no picture. You like uh, those guys with, with no pictures. Yeah, because they're either in for sure or not at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, we just couldn't get the guy's photo. Or if he wins, he's in, you know, type of situation. But uh, next we have Roman Doldizzi. Yeah. Um, Roman versus Trevin Giles. And 13 and 2 for Trevin. 8-0 for Roman, 67% for him, 33 with the other. What do you think, man? Well, I, I went with the Giles. He's actually okay. a police officer for the Houston Police 
Houston PD. But uh, yeah, man, I, this is gonna be a tough one. This should be a tough. I, I look forward to seeing this one. Uh, Roman's undefeated. Giles only lost two, but I mean he's looked pretty impressive. That this should be a good fight on paper. I went with uh, Roman. I don't know anything about him. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a good scrap. All right. And next, uh, Leonardo Santos versus Grant Dawson. Uh, Santos, his last loss was in 2009. <laughs> He's got uh, nine submission wins out of his, his 18 wins. And I think this fight will steal the show, man. I think this will be this will be a damn good fight. It ought to be. Should be, yeah. So I went with Santos. Dawson, he's got 11 submission wins. So he's he can definitely survive on his back. That's where you get the slugfest. And uh, I went with Grant here. All right. Because I haven't seen enough stand-up from Santos to, you know what I mean. P.S. J.D.S. is appealing his loss to Cyril Gahn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got hit in the back of the head. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell, man? Uh <sighs> But ne- the next fight, um, you already know who I'm picking. You got Mason Chasson versus Marion Renault. Uh, nine and six, ugly record versus seven and one from uh, Macy. A beautiful record there, and 88% went with her as well. And I'll be I'll be taking that as well. Punch my ticket there, uh, conductor. Yeah, I have to go that way. I mean, Marion's lost three in a row. It's I actually I wrote down here as you can see, and no one listening to this will see. Bathroom break fight. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's fun as we go with the show. We're we're coming up with our own little, you know, like you're a guy who's gonna, who knows about the ch- when someone's going to say they need a championship fight. I'm the bathroom break guy. We have real good chemistry here, and I like it. Uh, but <laughs> another, this could be a bathroom break fight. Who knows? But uh, Cheyenne buys, which is obviously you know Mr. Buys's sister, and um, <laughs> I believe they're together. Um, versus Mont Montserrat. Uh, Canejo? Yeah, that's exactly how you say it. She's a Spanish fighter, or a Mexican mm-hmm. fighter. Uh, nine and one record. That's 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 great versus a five and one Cheyenne. So I, I'm going with uh, Canejo. What do you think? <laughs> well, we agree again because I went with her also. And the reason I did that is because, all right, so buys her last three opponents were a combined 10 and 11. She was on the Contender Series. She... She fought, I, I can't even remember who she fought. It was like a nobody. And she's got a beautiful look to her. And I feel like this is somebody that they signed because they want to market. She, she's marketable. Let's just put it that way. Who? So, Cheyenne Buys. Okay. Because I don't see this other lady's picture. No, so. no. Do you, don't, do you remember Buys from the Contender Series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's that's, like what, the, that's the only reason I knew JP. Okay. Um, do you know anything about this uh, Canejo? Is has where's she from? Is this her uh, first fight? In- I don't know much about her, but uh, yeah, I think she's gonna shock buys. Uh, I just think they 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 have buys brought in to, to market yeah, yeah I, to market because of her yep. look. So, oh yeah, that's I get that. And, I mean, they that's an it's a necessary evil, right? We talked about it in the mm-hmm. last episode where it's like, man. As annoying as it is, you need to have these pretty girls. You want them. You don't need to have them, but they want them because of marketability. Okay? And they don't have a lot to choose from today. (laughs) Uh, That's true. I don't know if you want to introduce the next one. That's fine. I can do that. Uh, Song Kenyon versus Max Griffin. 
And uh, Song, he's, uh, I went with him. Uh, Griffin's lost four of his last six. <laughs> Song, yeah, only, only Song, only, that would be like- Song, only two of his 16 wins have gone to a decision. I like him. He's another one of these guys, again, that I think is underrated and not people aren't watching him. And people know Max Griffin. And when he beat Mike Perry, I was, I was like, I'm good. I'm good on him. Uh, Max Griffin does have the personality of a head of lettuce. <laughs> I do think that he's going to, <laughs> I do think it's the he's going, if he wins this fight, he'll probably say that he wants a top five guy. Hey, man. Hey, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but next up you got uh, Adrian Yanez, another dude who shined in the Contender Series uh, versus Gustavo Lopez. 12-3 for Yanez, 12-5 for Lopez. 86% with Adrian Yanez, and me as well, dude. Kid special. Well, man, we're agreeing a lot here. I thought he looked great in the Contender Series. I mean, he's got three losses. Two of them were split decision. They could have went either way. Um, and I just think that, that, uh, Lopez is just overmatched in this fight. I, I think he's in there uh, over his head. So now this next fight, the, uh, was going to be Dontel Mays, but he pulled, uh, I can't remember what happened to him. He, he's out. They had to put in a quick replacement. It's going to be Henry Hunsucker. <laughs> I'm sure you never heard of him. I'd never heard of him either. Versus wow. Ty Tavaska. I probably said to Ivasa. Well, of course I'm going with him. This uh Hun Sucker guy, man, <laughs> this guy has fought when I say he's fought nobodies, that guy, the guy has fought fucking nobody. He's fought a guy that's five and fourteen. That's one of his wins. I've never uh, seen what? that record before. Oh. <laughs> you feel like they would let they would kick you out long before you know you get to fourteen. <laughs> you would think so. His uh, his his last fight he won was against Corey Moon, but Corey Moon, he's three and three, so yeah, he deserves to be in the UFC. Bring him on. Yeah, I went with uh, anybody but Tai Tuivasa, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Right. He he, he, could, he could be he could be in the octagon fighting COVID, and I'm going with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I say that is because. Yes, I was on that hype train for a second, dude. Uh-huh. Tai Tuivasa seemed like the next heavyweight guy. And then just poor performances. He's not mm-hmm. in shape ever for the fights. You know, he's a sloppy heavyweight. And he's just one of these. He is what Derek Lewis used to be to me. Okay. Where it's like we need the, he's a Tank Abbott type of fighter where it's like, oh, he's a good personality. He's not going to win fights, but he'll survive. Great. Again, Tai Tuivasa, mm-hmm. as long as he doesn't say that he wants a belt anytime soon, I'm good with him being in, <laughs> well, he's in lost, UFC at the he's very lost, least. He's lost three of his last four. I mean, he beat Struve, but who hasn't beat Struve yeah, in the heavyweight division? Well, if he was gloating about that or in any way Man. and not taking it in stride, still somehow managing to have another contract, <laughs> everyone's got to respect Struve. him for that. Everyone's beat Struve, and, yeah. and it was it was one second left in the first round. I could, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> and it was and I don't think he Arlovsky, right? Arlovsky beat Tuivasa. Uh, it was a decision. He beat Arlovsky. It went all okay. the way to decision. Don't and then the next fight, DeSantos said. knocked his ass out. DeSantos. Okay. There we go. So he definitely, he, at first he was streaking to me. He was a guy who was mm-hmm. winning fights back to back. And then. Hey, hey I see what you're saying, yeah. man. This is a guy that comes in 
overweight, out of shape. And after he starts punching a little bit, he kind of uh, does the boxing hug on the other guy or like covers up, leans against, throws some more punches. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. He's just this Hunsucker guy. Jeez, he's, he's got to be pretty yeah, terrible. And short notice is never good. Yeah. But I think Tui Vasa is the same guy that would like fall down and lay on his back as if he wants somebody to get into his guard. It's like, dude, we know you don't. That's not your, <laughs> not your thing. You're just being lazy. <laughs> get up. <laughs> Obviously, the other guy just stands there like, this is not, what are we going to wrestle? Get up, dude. Um, yeah, go ahead and introduce he, this next okay. one, man. Well, I, I was going to say, he, he will knock uh, Hunsucker out in a couple seconds and time for a title I, shot, man. But I yeah. get Gregor Gillespie, Brad Riddall, and I went with Gillespie. He's uh, coming off a knockout loss to Kevin Lee, but I, I think he'll ground and pound Riddall. What, what do you got? Yeah, that's the last person you want to get knocked out by. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, here's here's the weird thing. His his last name is Lee, and his first name definitely makes him sound like the worst Bruce Lee kin. <laughs> hey, look, it's he and my brother Kevin. <laughs> hey, you know what I mean? Like Kevin Lee, he's he's the guy that sleeps in the closet under the stairs. Uh, shout out Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> I went with Brad uh, Rydell, buddy, oh, okay. because this dude. He trains over at, um, you know, with uh, Izzy Adesanya, Volkanovski, these dudes out there. I did not know that because he does look like a trailer trash white. And um, <laughs> Gregor Gillespie, he's going – he he better have a different haircut when he comes to this fucking octagon this time because people are going to remember what happened to him last time if he looks the same. You see what I'm saying? You're already going to be voting against him. Um, but he does, he does have the 84% he lead does. here. I was about to mention that. Right, he does have a great record. They both do. And I think this is, they're both, a lot of times we see mismatches where a dude's way too high on the ranking versus a guy who definitely shouldn't be ranked. Whereas here, you see these two guys that are kind of in the same space. Even though he lost to Kevin Lee, they're right there. They're, their potential is to be fighting these top five, top three dudes. But who's coming to perform? Are one of these guys better at performing against bigger names? Like I've been saying, or are both of these guys going to perform regardless of who it is? Because Gillespie made a mistake. Kevin Lee doesn't do that to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, I don't care if he does. No, so. no Riddell, he, has, he hasn't lost since uh, 2018. I mean, yeah, his competition, I'm sure, is a lot lower being out of out of yeah. uh, New Zealand. <laughs> I'm interested, though. This is another one of those, like, they're 55ers, I believe, or, right? 45ers, at the very least. Um and again, these these divisions right there, besides flyweight, they're all kind of open. You know, yeah, these guys might even be bantamweights, but I believe they're lightweights. Still lightweights. Fifty fives. Okay, so yeah, there you go. I mean, these are two guys you'd also like to see fighting Conor McGregor's and Tony Ferguson's. You know, see what kind of work they can do because it's one of the. I think I will put my stamp on it now and say one fifty five is the most stacked division in all of mixed martial arts. I'm talking even Bellator's 55s. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where you got Michael Chandler. These guys, I mean, the ones that not not the old 55ers, not Ben Henderson. <laughs> there is a lot, though, still. 55 is a great, great division. It's a great weight class because there, you. it's a rare occurrence that you get a 155er who's crazy tall in comparison to the rest of the division, right? The most you'll get is a six-footer, a Max Holloway, a Donald Cerrone. Um, you see a guy at 155 who's 6'4", a la Corey Hill. 
you're going to watch this dude throw a leg kick and break his own leg. (laughs) (laughs) Can't be frail. You can't be toothpick skinny. Speaking of toothpick skinny, (laughs) next fight. (laughs) It's so funny because I could say Kevin Holland's toothpick skinny from watching him fight 185 professional athletes. But truth is, you meet the guy in real life, he's solid as a rock. You know what I mean? You're like, that guy's, <laughs> he's normal. He's no James Krause. I'm shitting on everybody. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, everybody. So next fight, you have Derek Brunson versus Kevin Holland. 21-7 for Derek Brunson, 21-5 for Kevin Holland. 80% with old Kevin Holland. And uh, I didn't realize the records were so similar. Let's hear your argument. Break it up a little bit there. Uh, so uh, oh. uh, Bronson, man, he's uh, he's fought some of the best. Kendall Grove, <laughs> he's fucking lost yeah. to some of the best. Yeah, <laughs> Chris Lieben, he won. He's fought Ed Herman, Uriah Hall. He, he's fought he fought some legends, man. But yep, my rule: if you can't put away Kendall Grove, man, come on. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I got I got Holland. I, I don't even. Uh, I yeah. What do you think? Knockout in the second round, something like that. I I don't think it's gonna last that long <laughs> okay. because it, you have Bronson. There's something about Go ahead. saying today that if he wins, he should get any fight he wants, and he wants a title Why? shot. I don't. You have to ask also, him. You have to ask him that. Okay, here, here's what we'll do, Derek. You go in there and you beat the mountain from Game of Thrones. You can have any fight you want. Okay? You're fighting a guy who's your size. He weighs the same as you. This is not fucking Mortal Kombat. That's not Goro. Okay? He's not even the champion, you dickhead. What are you saying? <laughs> yeah, Bronson's ranked seventh. Yeah. Holland's ranked tenth. So <laughs> does that make any fucking sense? No. <laughs> There's a lot of guys ahead of you, man. You know, why is he trying to leapfrog these dudes? Now this is the opportunity for you know, these other 85ers to call out Brunson and be like, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm number six. We can meet, you know, it's Uriah Hall again, whatever. Um, but still, I think Kevin Holland is, uh, this is the confidence that we had that made us fall for McGregor as fucked up as it is. This is exactly what this man possesses that. And all it is, is, Hey man, I'm going to destroy you the whole time verbally before we even step in the cage. And then when we get in there, I'm still going to also verbally destroy you and then kick your ass in the process. It's going to be crazy. You're going to be like, how's he do it? I'm going to be like, well, it's pretty easy. (laughs) And you're going to be like, how do I learn? You're like, I'll never teach you. Okay. It's like, uh, you know, he's got the book of secrets in a lot of ways where he's like, the things he's done in there, because he talks shit, you wanted the man to lose. (laughs) Knock his head off. Kick him. No, he, okay. Well, that fight's over. Kevin won again. How is this keep happening? You know? (laughs) And I'll tell you what, man, there's a lot of dudes like, um, What's his name? MVP, Michael Venom mm-hmm. Page. Oh, yeah. Similar styles of fighting. These guys are just, hey, why, are you a dancer? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how do you, like ballet in there. I, I, like, I, I enjoy watching MVP fight. I really do. He's, yeah. He comes at all angles. He, he's like yeah. Jones was when he first started. <laughs> You're exactly right. That and spinning a lot back of fist, I, movement in and out, very quick movement. Yeah. Exactly. And pressure. He's not waiting for the shot. He's not waiting for you to get a chance. He's just going to beat you up the whole time. And that's what that's what people who listen to the show hopefully will get through their head is that's the John Jones we want. It's mm-hmm. not that we don't we take anything away from him as a champion. It's hey man, 
Come finish these guys then. If you're the fucking, if you're Goro, the main boss, you better be defeating these dudes right below you. Otherwise, we're going to be, we're going to stop believing in the fact of your, cha- your championship capabilities, right? By simply giving these dude, these no-name guys opportunities to put work in on you, you look like a bad champion. Look at Khabib. When he beats dudes, they don't get an opportunity to fight back. That's what John Jones was. Mm-hmm. Now he's not. He's boring. So he's got to come with that. But here's, here's, let's go back to what we talked about last week with this 185 fight. Derek Brunson's not the next guy. All right. He's just not. <laughs> this not man doesn't sure. get it. I promise he does not get a title shot in the UFC before his career is over. He might go to Bellator, get a chance because he's got a name. And, and, and also, it's fine to have a name of being beat up. Nate Diaz has one. Um, I'll, I don't give Man, a shit. You got to shit, shit on him I've every episode. Day, I've, I've had a bad day, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> you always up. take the opportunity to shit on Nate Diaz or the Diaz brothers. But it's I'm, on the list. It just comes up. If, for help. Bronson to win this fight, Holland, in my opinion, would have to slip and fall into his fist. Yeah, he didn't have so, to do a Gavin Tucker. <laughs> you know, Bronson uh, would be raising his knee up to scratch yeah. it and while Holland's falling down. Yeah. That's, yeah. Or so here's what's going to happen, dude. A freak knockout. That's the only... I'm throwing this in there. I'm throwing this in there. <laughs> this might not even go to a finish. We might get an illegal knee, a 6-12 to 12 oh, elbow, no, don't do that. No, elbow, no, no, a headbutt, <laughs> someone's kicking someone in the face on the ground. This is going to be weird. <laughs> Dana White's going to come in and fucking stop the fight itself oh, if that yeah. happens. It, you know what would be crazy? He's if they're like, so okay, upset. Let's finish it in the locker room. I'll film it on my phone. <laughs> you know, we got to get an end to this. Uh, but yeah, man, that is a scary thing to think about. Like, fucking, I just want to see a finish. I mean, just the, all of the rounds finish. Let's get the fight to go to an ending. Let's see a finality. Let's get yeah, real results. If that happens, we're going to have to change the name of this podcast, just like you said last week. Don't, Don't leave, leave it to, to the doctors. doctors. <laughs> yeah. Don't leave it to the docs. I believe in that. It's. I mean, overall, it's not a bad card. You got a lot of young cats, mm-hmm. I believe, being tested here. And seeing if they're going to leapfrog these other dudes and females, and then you got some new faces that are essentially trying to make their name, right? Because if Derek Brunson puts out Kevin Holland, you know what that you know what happens to Kevin Holland? Nothing, <laughs> nothing. He still goes on. I promise you. Even if he loses, he might drop in rank, but that's it. He still will get a name his next fight. This dude is too fun to watch. He's selling fights. He was like like an Izzy even in the beginning. Izzy wasn't talking as much shit. But the way he would verbalize what he was going to do and then show you, you're like, okay, I'm in. And it's it's rare because Colby Covington can talk shit all day and it just doesn't work. <laughs> Nate Diaz, same thing. You know, I could bring, <laughs> say this every time. And uh, again, Brunson won't be a champion. Kevin Lee won't be a champion. And Nate Diaz shouldn't make any more money. Yeah. Maybe uh, Brunson going to Bellator after this and Avengers lost to Kendall Grove. There you there go. You go. That'd be the first fight they put on. I bet you. I don't actually, you know what? That's true because the, uh, Bellator fighters can compete in other organizations while they're signed. Because he did BKFC. You know, he was a bare knuckle dude. Got beat up. <laughs> just fun to watch. I, I, there are guys that you're like, I just want to see him lose. I like to watch him lose. He loses good, you know? And the worst part is, is you're like, that guy didn't learn anything. He did the same thing in his next fight. The, same result. I, I know I should on him a lot, him and Court McGee, but. The thing about Kendall Grove that gets me is every fight he walks out on, he could get knocked out the last three fights. They're always talking high of him. Yeah. Oh, look at this man, Kendall Grove. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy is always active, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And he gets in there and he just like shits his pants. It's just, 
Yeah. yeah they're they're like, like, here's the, they're look, always he, talking a man up. I don't understand why. He's paying the announcers before the fight. Well, they think they think a lot of these guys that are from Hawaii are somehow as competitive as actual foreign fighters because they're from an island. They're like, oh, Kendall Grove, he's Hawaiian. He's he's like the uh, street fighter. He does look like that guy, and also the fact that he's six foot six. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, this guy should have a massive advantage, but he doesn't know how to strike very well. So you're like, he doesn't. He's scared, and he's still been consistently the guy who tries to just put his head back. You know what I mean? Instead of putting his hands up to defend, he puts his mm-hmm. head back because he's tall. It's just instinctive. It, That's how he gets knocked out every time. Doesn't work yeah. for him at all. Yeah. And, and instead of counter, you know, throw a punch back, I put your head back at least. He's just, I'll just move my head. And you're like, okay, well, I'll just punch That's a little fun. closer. <laughs> it's easy. But yeah, I, I honestly, when I first got into MMA, he was a guy that you're like, Jesus Christ, dude, 6'6", he's 170, 155, just ridiculous. I mean, he was 185 or two up there in the Anderson Silverweight class when he was at his reign. And you're like, this guy could put a a fight against Anderson because he's not seen this body type before. But no, he never made, he was never even close. He never got close enough to Anderson Silverweight. He might, he might have brushed past his breath in the hallway. <laughs> as he's because Anderson's going out the other door and just happen to breathe for a second as Kendall comes in the too much exp- I just I imagine uh, Bellator's <laughs> like man we got a good get here yeah <laughs> I think yep. he might have been one of the one of the first names to come over from UFC if, if I could be wrong but I think he was one of the first they're like oh yeah, oh, yeah we got him <laughs> we yep. finally got one of okay. those guys over here but anyway folks <laughs> we went over this card uh, hopefully this is a fun one, like like uh, Patty Broken Skull said. A lot of young guys going to be tested, and we'll see how it shakes out. And yeah. the listen to Do You Party? Are you hungry? Aaron, Dalton Pruitt. Dalton Pruitt will be this That's week. That's a funny motherfucker, uh, dude. That's yeah, man, I'm excited. It's going to be a fun edit. I don't even. I think it might have just been him and I, but I have no idea. That's, That's what happens funny. when you record him so far. You know Nine I mean? minute podcast. Hell yeah. Uh, what else do I do? Uh, um, I got nothing. Oh, I put out some Valium stuff. Um, I think that's about it, man. Oh, Dead Town. I got some Dead Town stuff out there. I think that's it, man. I got some new projects in mind. I'm working on that. Obviously, I do want to say this uh, for anybody who's listening. There's an Are You Hungry Patreon, okay? And on this Patreon, you get the episodes early. You get ASMR, whatever that is. I think it just sounds of me cooking. Okay. You ever heard noodles stirred? That's what they sound like. Uh, you also get um, photo, photos quiet, of what I what I call food. It resembles food. Um, it's ingestible, and that's about it. I don't know how ASMR got so popular. Let's see. Uh, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Today, the fucking samurai's here to whisper in your ear. I think it's just a lot of people that didn't have great parents. You know, just like, <laughs> their hey. parents were yelling at them, so they yeah, maybe yeah, they talk yeah, quiet yeah. to them. Yeah. Anyway, it does it for this episode, and we are out.